Welcome to the Supersize Phys Ed Podcast. I'm Dave, and I teach in Fort Myers, Florida, PE, kindergarten through fifth grade. So today I want to talk about something that's a little less uh, serious, I guess, and <laughs> during distance learning. And it is, uh, for me, the top five sports scandals that just kind of shook my foundation. And I hate to say it, but like maybe even not watch a certain sport anymore. I was so upset. So here we go. All right. So I'm going to make this a five through one countdown of, I guess, the scandals that rocked my world. (laughs) And, uh, you know, it's, it's things though I want you to think about uh, to teach your students as well, because I did teach my students about one of these. It was actually number three. And so, you know, let's take a look at some of these. And here's the first one. All right. So the first one is um, I'm going to call this the the Mike Tyson slash OJ Simpson slash um, I don't know, Pete Rose kind of thing now. I know there are three different situations completely, but all three of them were amazing, <laughs> and they were at the top of their game. Uh, not necessarily when it, when things happened. I'm really going to focus on Mike Tyson because O.J. Simpson was, um, I hate to say it, but the biggest sports star in Buffalo Bills history until uh, the other the '90s, the late '80s, early '90s. Jim Kelly led team came around. I mean, he was a sports hero in Buffalo. And I'll never forget that white Bronco chase that night and where I was. And and if you were around alive back then or or old enough to remember that, that was just something crazy. So um, O.J. Simpson actually played quite a bit before. Well, he played. I was born in the 70s. He played in the 70s and late 60s, I believe. But um, I didn't really watch him play. Um, So the Pete Rose thing, kind of the same thing where I I watched him play a little bit. Um, That was when I was young. Um, And so him betting on baseball was, uh, well, that's a whole other thing. He probably should be in the Hall of Fame, (laughs) seeing what some other people have done. But anyways, that's a whole other story. So the real number five, I guess I would say, is Mike Tyson. Now, he, if if you're younger than me or you didn't grow up in the, I guess, in the 80s, man, you know, if you just hear his name now, like my son is like, oh, it's that guy that, you know, bit bit some guy's ear off. And I'm like, yeah, that's him. And he's got these, um, you know, tattoos on his face and, and things like that. But man, if you would have seen him like I did, and I know some of you have, when he was like 18 years old, 19 years old, 20 years old when he won the championship, I believe. He was the youngest ever heavyweight champion. I mean, I watched some of these old uh, YouTube videos and and on ESPN Plus of him uh, fighting these guys. And the funniest thing is just knowing what's about to happen. And these people, like I'm like, dude, you have no idea the train that's about to wreck you. I mean, he was absolutely phenomenal. And he was small. I mean, he was wide and, and muscular, but he wasn't big. A lot of these guys were, you know, six inches taller than him. And he didn't, it didn't matter. The power he, he possessed was unbelievable. And I hate to say it, but he's become more of a, a punchline now. And uh, he was just, he was, he was awesome. He really was. And uh, that's, so uh, it kind of hurt watching him go downhill and um, there was a scandal where he was in jail and then the holy field ear thing it, it was just a mess just watch him go downhill because i thought he'd never lose he was one of those people i'm like this guy's never gonna lose and unfortunately he did so that's mike tyson number five 
All right, number four is the Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire home run battle of the late 80s. I want to say around the 90s, sorry, late 90s. I want to say 97-ish, 98, around that time. They had, I guess I have to look that up, they had this amazing amazing home run battle that eventually Mark McGuire won. Just back and forth, going for the record, back and forth, back and forth. Sosa would take the lead, then McGuire, then Sosa, then McGuire. And at one point, they, they played each other, and they were doing their little uh, high fives and, and you know kissing the sky and all that stuff. And it was fun to watch. And then you find out that those two and pretty much everybody in that era were, were doing uh, some questionable steroid-type stuff. And it just it ruins the records that way. It ruins baseball that way. And, you know, it, I don't want to say it ruined baseball for me because I'm a baseball fan no matter what, but that one really hurt. And, uh, that's number four. All right. Number three is the one that I talked about with my students. And that is the Houston Astros cheating scandal that just happened last year. Um, or it, it happened actually for it looks like at least a year or two, but it just came out last year where they were stealing signs from the the catcher. They were using technology that they weren't supposed to be using. Um, technology's fine, but they weren't allowed to cheat with it, and they did, and it's proven. <laughs> and a lot of people lost their jobs. A lot of people, um, you know, are mad about it. They the Astros were fined. They were um, they were uh, they lost some of the picks, their draft picks, and. It was just a big mess, and it just and they won the World Series. I mean, that's not fair to the Dodgers, and it's not fair to the other teams they beat on their way. And it it just it just stinks for baseball. Again, I'm a baseball fan, no matter what, but that one really hurt. And I talked to my students about that too, about just cheating isn't just impacting you; it's impacting other people, other in this case players, other teams. It it, it affects money um, as far as you know, things going on and, and like merchandise and, and money as far as the, you know, people who won or didn't win the world series and playoff games for bonuses and man, it affects a lot of people. So anyways, that is number three. Okay. Number two is one of my, um, wow. So this one was a tough one. So I grew up a Penn state fan. I love Penn state. Um, I grew up with Joe Paterno as their coach. He was their coach for like 50 years or something like that. I think overall he was there for 61 years in, at Penn State University as the head football coach. And, you know, I just, he did so much giving back to the uh, the kids. He gave money back to, I mean, they, they, him and his wife helped basically build the library, you know, millions of dollars. And um, his his players, um, he had a, a tremendous graduation rate for, um, not just for his you know, for all kids, especially for the minorities, he had a fantastic record and, um, it all came crashing down, um, with a, a scandal, we'll just say involving his, uh, former defensive coach and, you know, abusing others. And, um, I won't go into all the details if you don't know that. Um, but you know, his name now means something different than it did when I was a, a kid or I was a fan and, um, it's sad. And, and I don't want to go into this whole thing about defending him, which I probably could do, but, bottom line is there were kids that were abused and uh, just an awful thing happened. And um, unfortunately, Joe Paterno's name uh, will never be the same. And, and that really stinks. So that is number two. All right. Number one, by far. Oh, my goodness. This was awful. Lance Armstrong. So I grew up 
um, watching Lance Armstrong. Not not the first couple um, Tour de France's he won back in the uh, late '90s, early 2000s. I probably started around his third. I want to say I started watching the the Tour de France because I I heard about him, I read about him, but I didn't watch the Tour de France. Well, I started watching. I mean, it's it basically takes up all of July. Pretty much, I think July 4th through like about the 27th, 26th, depends on the schedule, depends on the year. And I would watch every single day. I mean, just people riding bikes and commentators. And, and I knew all the, the main rivals and I knew all the teams. And I watched it every single year religiously. It was unbelievable. If I couldn't watch it, I would record it. I'd watch it later. So Lance did something that had never been done before. He won seven Tour de France's in a row. And then he retired and he came back and he came in second, I believe, to his own teammate who eventually tested positive for, for a EPO and other foreign substances. Substances. Yeah, it's hard to say. So it was just it was hard. So the, the thing is, though, I, I loved the Tour de France. I loved uh, buying his books and reading about him. And I bought his, you know, T-shirts and his yellow bands and you know, live strong, man, you know, live strong. And it was just like, he was so inspirational. And I'm like, there's no way he could be cheating. There's no way he would cheat all these people that looked up to him, all these cancer, uh, these cancer patients, especially the boys and girls that he that look, looked up to him, that he, you know, he visited in the hospital. I'm like, how could he be cheating these people? How could he be cheating these kids? There's no way his whole world would come down if he was cheating. And the allegations kept going. And I remember even sticking up for him to a, a co-worker um, at my father's, one of my father's stores. And he bet me, he's like, I'll bet you 50 bucks that by 2000, I think it was 2009 or maybe 2010, that they would catch him, you know, he would admit to it and they catch him cheating. And luckily, um, I think it was 2012 or something or 2011 that, uh, so, that he, he did admit it. And when he said it on, on Oprah Winfrey, that was like devastating. I just, I still remember that he, she just asked in the very beginning of like an hour long episode, just give me a yes or no. And she's like, did you use performance enhancing drugs? Yes. Did you use EPO? Yes. You did you use, you know, drug or sorry, uh, infusion, like blood infusions. Cause all this stuff helps, um, boost his like, um, like his breathing levels, like he could, he could take in more oxygen and he just had more energy and it's, I'm like, there's no way. And he did. And that crushed me after that came out. And as well as Floyd Landis, his former teammate, actually he, Floyd Landis is the one that pretty much brought Lance down because he, he told, uh, he was kind of bitter that Lance wouldn't bring him back on his team because he had already been banned from the sport for a year for, um, honestly, if you don't know who Floyd Landis is, he, after Lance retired, he was on a different team and he won the Tour de France and he, oh man, I'll never forget this. It was probably the best ride I've ever seen in my life. One day ride, um, with maybe a couple Lance exceptions. I mean, he needed the best ride of his life and he, he did it. And I remember him going on like, I don't know, David Letterman or one of those shows. And he's like, oh, yeah, I, I tested positive because I was uh, drinking a little alcohol that day. And that's why I tested positive. Like they just straight face lied to everybody. And I haven't watched the Tour de France since. And it's been a good um, actually, maybe I think I did try a little bit. And then everybody got caught like everybody. It's unbelievable. Like all the main riders have been pretty much caught. Um, so I haven't watched it in a good at least five years, I wouldn't think. And I used to watch it all 
the time. That one really hurts. So that was number one, Lance Armstrong. And now it is time for your cowbell tip of the day. Yes, as morbid as some of that was, there is a tip, there is a lesson to be learned, especially for phys ed. So without going into too many details, of course, especially with um, abuse scandals, things like that, um, I try, or like I said, I have tried, at least with the Houston Astros, to talk to my students about um, just implications of cheating and, uh, you know, not doing the right thing versus doing the right thing. Um, you know, what it means for your, your good name, like your, your name, you know, forever. Lance Armstrong is going to be, um, you know, his name will be cheater and man, that's just something he's gonna have to live with. And it stinks for all of us that, that, you know, followed him that, you know, um, I don't want to say idolized, but basically, you know, looked up to him and, you know, going through these things with your students, because it's important again, not giving too many details with some of them, but you know, just the downfall of people and maybe a way that, they might not fall into that trap or that they might um, not look at people, uh, especially sports figures or um, any other famous people as perfect because they're not. And um, yeah, just teaching them about about that. And I think that that's a good start. So that is your cowbell tip of the day. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to my um, semi-sad <laughs> top five scandals. I appreciate you uh, tuning in. And as always, go to Supersize Phys Ed for more information. You guys and girls are awesome. Take care, and let's keep pushing our profession forward.